this is Samantha with Redefining Caregiving. I just recorded the, my podcast and found out that I didn't even record it, so now I'm going to start over. <laughs> I, start, I was just getting on here to tell you guys about a very important thing that you need to do throughout your day. You might think it's small, you might not think it's very powerful, but if you just try it for two or three days, you're going to see that this is a habit you probably should just keep in your little, in your mindset, because you know, when people say take a break, a lot of times caregivers don't even know what that means. Like they know what it means, but how are you going to take a break? You've got people waiting on needing you. You know, if you've got kids or if you're, wait, you're going to appointments or you've got someone you've got to take care of and they're in bed, when are you going to take a break? <clears throat> well, there's always a time to take a break. There's going to be, you have to make time for that. And the reason why you need to make time for that is because everyone else is getting their needs met maybe at different times. You could create a schedule so that you could actually get their needs met at the same time and they'll get on board eventually. But either way, you line it up so you can have five minutes every couple hours if you need to, to go outside and just stop. Not go outside just to stand outside. Go outside to notice your neighborhood. Go outside and look up into the trees and just focus on the outline of a tree. Just focus on anything beautiful that you see the sky, the clouds, take a, a, try to take a snapshot picture of your, in your mind of what you're seeing. Now, if you don't have a beautiful yard or a place to go out to, go ahead and order some sort of beautiful picture that really makes you excited, makes you feel relaxed or like gives you hope for going there someday or makes you feel like you're in nature. You know, they have these really beautiful wall arts on Amazon that you can, they're like drapes that you can put on your wall and they're just beautiful. So many of them. In fact, I'll put a link to them on the bottom of the details for this podcast because, you know, when you have, I, I put two hooks on the wall and then depending on the mood I want to have, maybe it's a seasonal thing or maybe just a feeling I'm going through that week, I had hooks on them and I would just pin them up on the wall based on which mood I wanted it, the way I wanted to feel. And when you go on Amazon and you look at these beautiful, it's going to be hard to pick one, but, you know, to start out, just get one that you know when you put it in the bathroom or in your bedroom, you need to close that door, you're looking at it, and you focus on it, it will give you a state change in your mind. So the first thing you need to remember is the reason why you're going outside is so that you can get a state change in your mental capacity. So your mental change will create the physical change and the physical change will create the mental change. But the easiest way to change the way you feel is to go do something that changes your physical state. And that would be like, you know, when you clap for somebody, you feel happier. When you raise your hands and do a high five, you feel encouraging, right? When you dance, you can't help but want to giggle and laugh a little bit, right? So it's a simple way to control your emotions. We just don't take the intentional time to do it. But when you start doing it, you'll see how much it helps you, especially if you do state changes that are fun and you're around other people and you say, hey, and then they see you doing and they're like, what are you doing? Well, basically, I'm trying to get a better mood. I want, you're, really, you're really upsetting me right now and I kind of need to do something to take my mind off it. <laughs> just tell them what you're doing, you know, like... Um, an example is they say that if you really want to go in and do really well on a meeting or on an interview is you're supposed to do this power pose where you stand with your hands on your hips and you stand there like really straight with your shoulders back and it's almost like a power pose like superwoman, superman and you go in there with this. But you do this before you go in, like in the bathroom, before you go into the interview and people say that they actually 
are more confident. My daughter used this when she went to job interviews and she says, mom, it really does work. And so I would do the same thing. And you just pick your own thing. It makes you feel powerful. But I'll tell you what, it's a state change that's very powerful. Like just as much as when people get mad at you or when you yell at people or people are sad, you're influenced by their state. You know, you could see somebody who's walking around with their shoulders down and they're hunched over and they're super tired. I mean, I feel almost like instantly tired myself. I want to just flee that person. But then a lot of times I want to go help them. You know, I mean, I just feel like I'm drawn to How can I help you stand up straight, right? Um, Well, one of the ways is through state change. So that's why people like positive people in public. Like when you're friendly and cheerful, you'll walk into a place and you'll see everybody's kind of just down and out. And then by the time you're spreading your cheer, everyone's standing up straighter and laughing. That That's the power you have with your mindset and the state changes that you can make. Well, you can use that same energy and tool for yourself. So do it when you get outside. That's where you get your fresh air. You need some vitamin D, contact down your skin if you're in a sunny place. If not, just go out there for the fresh air. If you don't even have fresh air, wear a mask, but stand out there for the visual distance that you need between you and the chaos in the house and that stress that's always wearing on your mind. Even if you just want to sit on the front steps to eat your sandwich or have your lunch, everyone's going to be fine while you're in there. And if they're not, there's no reason you can't take time when everyone's sleeping or taking a nap. There's got to be time. So I hope that you take time for yourself today. This is a very simple yet powerful message that is basically when people say, take a deep breath, we forget to breathe. People say, take a break. You need a break. And we go, I can't take a break. Yes, you can. You can take a break. You're just not doing it. You're not doing it because you don't want to do it bad enough. When your body says you can't do it anymore, you're then you'll be wanting to take breaks and wishing you had. So you need to do what's best for you and everyone else around you. Because what it's like is, you know, I'm going to just finish off with this. It's like having your burner, your, your pot on the stove always simmering on the highest simmer and then eventually it starts to boil and you never turn it down until you go to bed at night and then you can't sleep so you stay up too late because you can't sleep because your burner's up way too high and so your mind is racing so if you do this throughout the day you'll get used to it where you turn the burner down because once you're focusing on something else your brain can't be in that high state of chaos because you're not near it So you kind of distance yourself and cool yourself down. Your brain goes down cooler. You come in. Sure, it might get back up to the state of boiling, but you control that by taking breaks, getting away, putting on headphones, listening to music. You can do all kinds of things. Music really works for me. In fact, when I was young, my kids were younger. My daughter learned real fast that if I was in a state that she knew I was in despair, maybe I was in pain or really stressed out, she figured out that every time we turned music on, it, it turned off for me. I, all those moods just went away. I love dancing. I love music. And so it got to the point where like once in a while I'd show I was kind of stressed out and she'd just go turn on some fun music. We'd be dancing around. She figured that out real fast. And kids watch everything you do. So when you do this, you're teaching them. When you get stressed out and start yelling and complaining, you're basically teaching them to yell and complain. And I'm not judging you because I've done it myself. But hey, wouldn't it be better if you actually lived with kids who knew how to cope with that stress? So when you couldn't cope with it, they actually helped you out like my daughters did. They helped me out by turning on the music and giving me praise and all kinds of things. So 
I'm just encouraging you for you because this caregiving journey that you're on, if you are, is, is not something that's easy as you know. And so you need to take into consideration everything you can to keep your mind in a good, good state. Okay, guys, well, I know this is getting a little longer than I wanted. It's a simple message, but it's powerful. It's based on the teachings from a lot of people in the past, especially Tony Robbins, who taught me the power of my mind, the power of my personal choices to see what I want to see and be intentional in what I'm looking at. And be careful with the words you use that come out your mouth because they have energy. Okay, guys, that's enough for today. I hope you include yourself in the care you give. By taking uh, time away for yourself at least every hour, a couple hours every day to focus on something other than anything that's bothering you. You'll be better for it. You'll feel better and you'll sleep better. And the people around you will start getting used to it. Maybe they'll do it too. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.